Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 137 of On the Flank. I'm one of your hosts, John George, alongside Joe Kirkpatrick. Say hello, Joe. Hey, everybody. And Joe, the playoffs are locked in for eight teams. We we had the plans this this past weekend. Um, they were mostly stops, but we got some close. We got a close game there in the end. Um, a really good game between Houston and, and the Justice. Um, they went to five maps, the only one all weekend to go five maps. But also some surprises, including your Philly Fusion making it to the playoffs. Joe, are you surprised, shocked, or did you know it was going to happen all along? I mean, I'm sure we'll get into it, but uh, <laughs> um, the, yeah, based on based on the way I was talking about it last week, it definitely wasn't some. Um, it wasn't my 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 first outcome that I that I thought might happen. Yeah. Um, well, let's let's dive into to the East first. The East play-ins, only three teams in the East um, for play-ins. Philly, Hangzhou, Seoul, and Philly played Hangzhou first. Um, they lost the first map. They lost on Oasis 2-1. It was a close map. And then they ended up um, taking the rest of the maps. Uh, after this match, Joe, how are you, how are you feeling um, going into Seoul? I mean, I think everyone thought Philly could easily win this Hangzhou match uh, because Hangzhou hasn't been doing as well lately. Um... But Seoul, Philly lost twice in a row in the Countdown Cup to the Seoul Dynasty. It felt like a long shot, right? Yeah, that was my, uh, you know, that was, that was the narrative going into um, going into this past week for me. If you remember from on our last show, um, the, the, yeah, I said, you know, I, I don't anticipate it's gonna be um, super incredibly difficult uh, for Philly to come out on top over Hangzhou. Um, you know, despite obviously uh, being another good team. Um, you know the reason they made the plans and everything, but but yeah, <laughs> running into the Soul Dynasty guaranteed next round. Um, I mean, um, the, you know that they had lost two twice in a row now, um, and maybe earlier in the season too. I forget exactly how their their twenty twenty run record against those teams are, but uh, definitely in favor of Soul as far as that goes, um, as was the the historical and. Um, yeah, yeah. So you know, expected win over Hangzhou for sure. Um, I think what intrigued me about that match, um, and this basically is the the story of these East uh, East Region play-ins for me, um, was um, that uh, Philly was able to bring in uh, Shockwave. Uh, he's he played, I believe they said like one map uh, at all in the regular season. Um, for for Philly, and a lot of that obviously was due to travel issues and all this kind of stuff. But um, but we hadn't really seen him at all, um, and all of a sudden he he was in for at least a map in the Hangzhou game, um, and I think maybe even a little bit more versus Seoul. Um, and and he, you know I, I don't I don't uh, pretend that that was the only factor, you know, the only difference that that led to a couple of victories, but. Um, looking really good coming coming in for Carpe at, at points um, when they felt like that's the way they needed to go um, and that was a, a definitely a really interesting look I'm looking forward to see more of that um, again now that they've qualified um, to, to see more of what they're you know what what they've got up their sleeves with Shockwave yeah. uh, who is my MVP for the week uh, nice. again, particularly for this reason um, you, you know you, you can not play all season but as long as you show up when it counts, I mean that's that's the important part. <laughs> yeah, and this like, it felt like something that Philly's been missing lately, um, for sure. Uh, Chalkwave is obviously a great player to have sitting sitting on the bench waiting for his turn. Uh, he's a great player, so yeah. Also, oh. his uh, 
his Overwatch League photo is still um, of him in his Titans jersey, which is <laughs> unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, definitely unfortunate. Um, but yeah, definitely nice to have him, clearly. Um, and hopefully Philly will use him in the playoffs more often because it, it worked well. Um, the Soul, Soul game worked well for them. Um, I can't believe Playoff Profit just didn't show up well enough here, Joe. I, the Philly Fusion, they were able to take down Playoff Profit. Kind of like, kind of reminds me of Season 1 Championship almost. Um, except the opposite. Philly finally <laughs> able to take down Carpe. Uh, but yeah, Philly moves on. They beat Seoul. They beat Hangzhou. Pretty impressive. We got to the West where... Um, we had six teams, so we got to see six teams in action. The first round kind of stomps on both sides, Boston and Paris. Both teams that we know have hit, like, high peaks in the season, getting huge upsets. Boston beating Houston, Paris beating Dallas, um, that just failed to do anything in the Countdown Cup, really on losing streaks lately. They both go down 3-0 to Toronto and Washington, um, a sad ending for Paris and a sad ending for Boston as well. Um, I, I don't have much to say about either of them. I think they both, I think both of these losses don't represent their season as a whole for sure. Um, it, it's, yeah, it, it's, especially want to shout out Paris, who I think had a significantly better season than we thought they would. Uh, especially like a, an EU team that never even got to play in the same room together. So, Shout out to Paris for their great season. Absolutely, yeah. I think it was. Um, uh, is it Evala that's like the Paris GM? It put out a really nice tweet longer about um, we just, it's just sort of season reflecting those kind of things. Yeah, talking about you know not uh, how to play with ping the whole time and, um, and and all the all the stuff they went through, but not like in a complaining way, but just like. You know, putting the season into perspective, it, it was it was really good for him, and I'd say the same for Boston. Um, I you know going into the very top of this year, I said you know look, I think this is going to be the best year um, the Boston uprising have had in terms of performance, um, and I don't know uh, numerically how it compares. I, I'd have to go back and check, but um, I, I don't I don't think that's really up for debate um, even now here at the end of the season. Um, I think this is, is the best the best iteration of them we've seen. Um, I'm not going to say they got boomed um, um, at the, you know especially after the first first map or so um, there versus Toronto, but uh, both Toronto and Washington um, uh, looked pretty nice at the beginning. So um, the, there, were, there were concerns. I think even though I picked Washington to advance out of the first round last week. Um, um, even though I picked them, I, I know I was concerned about uh, <laughs> how they'd perform with, you know, they take the hero pools off and, and the meta kind of changes up a little bit, but this was, um, again, I guess transitioning to talk about Washington now, um, it was one of the, the most uh, decisive, I think, week weekends uh, for Washington that we've seen in terms of like that their actual play was um, very deliberate and very decisive. Um, and and that's that's what you got to do, particularly against a team like Houston, but um, Paris too in that first round. Oh yeah, I mean Washington. To, to talk about Washington against Houston, fantastic game by the way, one of the best of the season in general. Not just the, definitely the best of this past weekend. Um, 
but just an overall amazing game, and I hope playoffs are like more like this match. Uh, but yeah, Washington really stepped up this weekend. They, I think they're super lucky that they made plans here because that's all it takes, you know? Once you make plans, it's like, okay, now the rest of the season doesn't matter. I know we disappointed for how much talent we have, but we can do it now. Now we can just go in and and, and be that team. I mean, this is the same thing that Washington did last year, right? They, Except even more extreme because they were like almost dead last in the regular season standings. Uh, but then brought Decay in, and of course he carried. I want to point out my MVP of the week. It's not Decay, um, even though I do think he played insanely well for Washington. I don't think he, especially in the Houston game, I don't think he had to carry because of my MVP, Assassin, who also did very well this weekend. Um, and that's the scariest part about Washington here in these playoffs is they have Decay, but now they also have really good players around Decay. Like, remember last year's Washington roster? It's insane that they made it so far in the plans because Decay was really the only insanely good player on their team. Now they're now around Decay is just a really good structure and a lot of good players. So, um, yeah, the rest of the team, especially I think Assassin, put a lot of pressure off Decay. And they were able to grab that win against Houston 3-2. Sad loss for Houston. I mean, if we want to talk about Houston... Definitely their best season and definitely their best roster they've brought to the table. No doubt about that. So this is definitely a sad way to go out for Houston. A team that did so well in the regular season, had such a good record, never made it to Hawaii, and now won't make it to Hawaii in the playoffs. This was their best chance. I mean, what do you do if you're Houston going into the offseason now, Joe, with this roster? Is this just you stick with this roster next year and you hope you do better or what? Yeah, that's a, that's a really good question that I, uh, I'm sure we'll get into over the next few months. But yeah, I don't know because um, you're right. I think that this roster um, not only not only is good, but has room for growth too. Um, in you know, looking at the rookie tank line, looking at um, um, uh, Dante and Jake and Happy. Happy's uh, compared to last season, really, you know, had the opportunity to be. Um, super successful here on Houston where um, I think it's probably safe to say he, he wouldn't have gotten that um, uh, from from Guangzhou um, but yeah I don't know if um, I don't know if I don't know if it's coaching changes that you need if you're Houston um, I, I, I know that's uh, maybe a, a pretty popular internet opinion as far as that goes but um, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what it is that you need to change, but um, uh, yeah, really, really, like you said, really rough way to go. Um, it's, it's the kind of match we're gonna run into a lot of these playoffs, and the kind of you know sentiment we're gonna feel a lot in these playoffs. Um, that, oh, I wish we could have seen more of this team. I wish we could have seen more of this team. But um, I mean, that's that's kind of how it's got to be, I guess, uh, from here on out. Yeah, I mean, well, this is the most competitive year yet, so, like, even though Houston didn't make it, we get Washington instead, which is also an insane team and an insane roster. So, yeah, it, it's all about the trade-offs this year, I guess, but it's hard. I, have, I just realized it's very hard to predict um, what Houston to do next year because they're going to be playing on Overwatch 2 and with five mm -hmm. players, and we have no clue how that's going to work, right? So Yeah, we've got a lot of theory crafting to do. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> uh, but yeah, those were the games. Oh yeah, Shock also 3-0 Toronto. Not surprising to me at all. Um, yeah, Shock play playoffs. 
definitely. If they didn't make playoffs and they once Toronto, once Toronto won, I was like Toronto has. As I said in my predictions, if Toronto wins, they just have no upset potential. To be honest, they they haven't done it all year. So, um, yeah, shock shock made it easily. Um, but then, yeah, once we once we knew who was going to make it, we got a little show of um, the top four seeds picking their teams. I guess technically top three because the fourth seed just gets whoever's left. And the Shanghai Dragons Moon came out immediately <laughs> and picked the San Francisco Shock. Who I love it. I I mean I think Deepay thought that they were going to be left with the shock to be honest and I think Deepay the Gladiators coach was immediately smiling on the stream like oh god yes I mean the Gladiators got a lot to fall to them to be honest but yeah insane what do you think about Shanghai picking shock I mean personally I I think this is just bad for the shock if i'm the shock i'm mad i'm 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 pissed um but the dragons i think definitely should be the favorites against the shock what do you think joe yeah um yeah i think just starting off yeah as far as who's the favorite that much i I would definitely agree there um um but yeah the 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 guts on the guts on Mooney's like you know we know we're gonna do well in this tournament we know we're gonna you know play lots of matches um and we're surely we're eventually gonna run into the san francisco shock so we're just gonna pick them now <laughs> and yeah. play them first round i mean that's that's exactly the kind of attitude um that you want to have i mean i, I guess it's also true that i guess that's the attitude that you want to be be cautious of be wary of um because you don't want to you know over overplay your hands um uh you, you, you know you get too cocky as far as that goes but um uh but, but yeah I, I love the sentiment i think that's gonna be a, a great uh uh first round opener i guess it's probably the third match i think that they're playing um yeah the third match of the night when we start but um uh but, but yeah i i, I very much appreciated that yeah, I think that's funny. It's it's sort of Shanghai obviously knocked out last year um, before the championship even. So, but they, they I, they're they're going for the salty run back as Super said in the stream. <laughs> uh, but this sets up a possible salty run back in the bracket for the Shock if Shock do lose this Shanghai Dragons match. Imagine them taking it all the way back um, and, and beating Shanghai again. I, we've seen it before. Shock lost in their first championship season, season two. Shock lost to the rain in the first match, and then they took it all the way back and won it all. So, um, could happen again. Who knows? Next up, the Dallas Fuel pick Washington. This was the obvious pick. This is what we all thought Shanghai was going to pick. Um, but Dallas luck out, and they get Washington Justice here because I think, I think Fusion, Fusion, Shock, Rain are all like. Scarier matchups than the Justice, maybe, but that's just based off of how inconsistent they've been. Based off of what we saw in play-ins, I think this is also a very scary matchup for Dallas. Um, but it should be fun. Decay facing his old team again, stuff like that. Um, I- I'm excited for this matchup, especially based off how Dallas has been playing lately. I think this could easily be upset potential for Washington based off based off how they're both these teams are trending right yeah the um <laughs> it's it's a little i don't know if, i mean surprising is not even really the right word but um 
surprising, I guess, to yeah to see how well Washington did out of these playoffs. Um, you know, I had I had predicted um, that matchup to go to Houston um, initially, um, but, but yeah, I mean, you know, there's history with the franchise, obviously, um, uh, showing up clutch in the playoffs, um, and and I, we were. Or at least I was horribly underestimating of them, as I recall, uh, last year. <laughs> uh, is it like every new every new matchup, I'm like, oh no, no, they're not gonna they're not gonna beat them this time. Oh no, okay, they did. Oh well, they're not gonna win the next match. And yeah, so I, I don't know. It, it's hard to say. Um, it, I mean, certainly we've seen uh, Washington a lot a play a lot more recently now than we have Dallas. It's been several weeks since we've seen Dallas play. Um, but um, yeah, this is going to be definitely uh, one of the one of the better matchups, I think, honestly, um, uh, out of the ones that we've been given mm-hmm. um, when this when this playoff weekend comes. Yeah, I, I agree. This one should be a fun one. Um, and then Chengdu picked the Atlanta Rain, uh, and it was very awkward because like Zoe was like forcing Gator to trash talk, <laughs> even though he was just trying to be i don't know he was it was very awkward moment um but yeah chung <laughs> chung do atlanta uh which we have seen a lot recently because they've been playing each other in the tournaments a lot and chung do has come out victorious uh, i think every time so i don't blame them for picking atlanta here maybe they're a little bit more scared of philly you know what you're gonna get with atlanta at this point pelican's not gonna be in hawaii unfortunately He's going to be playing on ping. It, this is just seems like more of a safe pick compared to Philly, who just brought out Shockwave. They're clearly making changes, and they're always on the move. Philly just, I mean, look at throughout the season. Every tournament cycle, Philly has looked different. Even in these play-ins, they looked different. They just always bring out something new. You don't know what they're going to do in these two weeks of scrimming or whatever before playoffs. So I agree with Chengdu picking Atlanta here. You know what you're going to get. Um, and it's a team that Chengdu has beaten, like the past couple times they played them. So, yeah, I like the pick from Chengdu here. Yeah, and I think it's interesting to note that um, um, they, you know, admitted as much on stream. This wasn't that wasn't their first pick either. Yeah. Uh, so it makes me makes me curious um, whether, whether Chengdu was also going to go for Washington, um, or I mean, surely not shock. I don't know, but. Yeah, no. um, uh, but yeah, the Chengdu Atlanta. I mean, that's yeah, with the history, particularly in that matchup. That's gonna be that's gonna be a good one. Yeah, definitely. I mean, Atlanta's still an, an insanely tough team to beat for sure. I yeah, Washington's probably their first pick. Maybe even maybe they even would have chosen Shock over Atlanta. But you haven't faced Shock all year if you're the Chengdu Hunters. I I would think you're most comfortable playing Atlanta here, anyways, um, because you you know their style. You've played against it, so. While this might not have been their first pick, I still think it's a. I, I still think Chengdu are favorites in this game, so I think they should like it. Um, and then Deepay and the LA Gladiators were left with the Philly Fusion, and he was very happy about it. Um, but EQO responded with fire, saying, I don't know why you're so happy. I, don't you remember what happened last year? Um, <laughs> Wait, and then Deepay's response, well, you had better players on your team last year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just so analytical. Deepay always, always responds just super analytical like that. Just like super straightforward. Well, yeah, you our team wasn't as good last year. You were better last year. Yeah, 
this is this is a different year. <laughs> um, but that should be a fun matchup too. I mean, obviously, we haven't gotten to see Philly play the NA teams all year, right? Like this is the first time we're seeing it. This is gonna be fun. Besides New York or whatever, you know, um, and LA Valiant, I guess. But this should be fun. Um, Absolutely. I don't know who's gonna win this one. I mean, it depends what gladiators show up, right? I mean, we last time we saw the gladiators, they were winning the Countdown Cup. But this is a different meta against the Philly Fusion, who just look really good. So anything could happen. I, I don't know, man. They, the Gladiators didn't even get to play Shanghai, so if Glads and Shanghai face off in the semifinals here, that'll be the first time we get to see it. Um, it should be interesting. I, it's it's going to be a fun playoffs, Joe. That's for sure. Yeah, my uh, uh, <laughs> my my Philly Fusion fan is we're firmly aboard the hype train. I think. <laughs> um, <laughs> as far as that goes yeah and because and i think my comment last week was even you know if they um if they do manage to squeak by soul um like you know i don't know how long they're gonna last in these playoffs but uh number one it was a little bit more than a squeak um as far as that goes and number two um yeah i think to to play gladiators first round that's um probably your your best pick out of the four honestly um for in terms of um, you know, which team to run into is probably Gladiators or Dallas, I guess, would be what you'd want. Um, yeah. Um, as uh, a Philly player. Oh yeah, especially since you've been losing to Chengdu and Shanghai a ton yeah. lately. <laughs> so you definitely want one of these NA teams that you haven't faced yet. Uh, but yeah, these playoffs start um, September 21st. So we'll of course have a show around then, sometime next week or before then. Um, with our predictions. I'm super excited for it. Uh, and obviously that weekend will be playoffs, and then the next weekend will just be the championship. So, um, yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, and I think the, the championship is, it's all, oh, it's all the it? same. Oh, yeah, they probably Actually, Yeah, yeah, it is. It's all the same week, so it's yeah, yeah. Um, that Saturday night. It's like Tuesday through Saturday. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. They so it'll the be... schedule. I didn't see the new schedule yet. Um, yeah, it'll Tuesday be quite Saturday. a lot. Okay, cool. That'll be fun. Um, but yeah, we get, we don't have anything to preview yet, but um, we got a couple pieces of news, and they're pretty big. Um, big rumors about Overwatch 2. Overwatch 2 release date, according to sources, before summer 2022, um, which hopefully happens. I mean, based off of other news we've gotten owl season five also coming april 2022 and to be on an early build of overwatch 2 so um once i heard that i assumed okay well maybe that that doesn't give me any info on when overwatch 2 is going to be released because they could easily just have them have the players play on overwatch 2 just the pvp right because i imagine the pvp way more in development way more done than the pve side is uh, at this point that's what i imagine is the thing holding it back from releasing basically like the pvp they've got they've got overwatch one as a great um base base point for for what they're doing in overwatch 2 already they've got tons of balance changes and changes to heroes to make obviously but I, by april 2022 i would assume they could have definitely at least a beta version of their pvp or pvp in overwatch 2 so i assumed that meant oh yeah maybe like a maybe they'll just give them an early build of it 
um, because I, I don't know when the I don't know when the public's going to be able to get this PVE stuff. Um, but yeah, that this be awesome if it's before before summer twenty twenty two. I mean, they've got it. They've got to release it soon, right? Twenty twenty two's got to be the year, no doubt. Um, yeah, this is definitely the most um, uh, you, you, the, the most official that we've heard so far, and yeah, you know, official official to hear from the league that they're that they're starting next season. But um, even the, the most official source in terms of um, you know any kind of release date too, yeah, it's 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 exciting. Oh yeah, um, very exciting, uh, and at least at least a beta or something, please soon i mean i just want i want to be able to play um it'd be it'd be cool i guess to see players play overwatch 2 before we get it but it'll be so if we're watching owl next year and they're on overwatch 2 and we don't have access to the game i'm just gonna be like ah i'm just gonna be sitting there so sad or don't have any word of when we're getting access to the game either it's just gonna be a major fomo um but i mean this is huge for the league obviously early build of overwatch 2 next year i mean we we, we, were, we were hoping next season would be on overwatch 2 and it's now confirmed um which yeah that means that means a lot right because 5v5 if you don't know 5v5 is is now a thing teams i, I mean i would assume they're going players and coaches and gms have to have to get in a build of overwatch 2 before the season starts they have to they cannot be able to build a team just based off of info they're reading right they need yeah they need (laughs) speculation about yeah they need to experience this they need to see the players play it they can't they can't just build a roster and just like I don't know. Obviously, that's spending a lot of money hoping that your strategy works out. You need to know, have at least ho- like some knowledge that your strategy will work out in this 5v5. I mean, you don't know what heroes are going to be like at all. What tank do you even know to sign at this point, right? Like every tank is changing. Ugh. It's going to be a whole new game. So I would imagine... They're gonna give play if they don't give players and and league people this game before the season. That's gonna be ridiculous, um, and it's gonna be a fiesta of weird signings and stuff. I guarantee it. And that's that's where with the um, shows like us thrive, right? <laughs> yep, no doubt. <laughs> Over the next few months, so I guess we're begging for it. Um, should be fun. <laughs> uh, should be absolutely fun. I just hope. I just hope we. I hope teams continue competing and rebuilding um and maybe even the la valiant will bring a new roster to the table next year that'd be crazy joe um but yeah we have literally no other news we're doing our playoff preview next week or sometime before playoffs whenever we record so yeah we're we're an under 30 minute show here joe unless you have anything else to say um yeah other than just saying again how how exciting this time of the season is um yeah. every match is going to be big um um yeah it's, it's just fun stuff oh yeah 
Um, well, thank you guys all for listening. If you want to follow us on Twitter, my Twitter is at JWGeorgeIV. Joe's is at Kirkpatrick underscore Inc. That's INC. And our show Twitter is at, an, at On The Flank Show. You're listening to this in one way. If you want to listen to it in another way, you can um, go to iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Play. Thank you guys for listening and enjoy these uh, couple week breaks before uh, the playoffs begin. <laughs>